The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Dantea Price Lisko. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney gave his final State of the City address at the Science Museum of Virginia Tuesday night. While reflecting on accomplishments across his two terms, Stoney says he learned lessons from hurdles and failures over the years, like the Navy Hill Project and rejected casino referendums, and is converting those lessons into actions. We're also working to reverse course on development deals from before my time as mayor that didn't make sense for Richmond's future. And tonight, I'm proud to share that we are repurposing the former football training camp under the leadership of the Parks and Recreation Department. Stoney, who is running for governor, also committed to keeping the minor league Richmond Flying Squirrels baseball team in town. Some Virginia lawmakers want to bar public Virginia universities from giving preferential treatment to children of alumni or donors when deciding admissions. As Megan Polly with VPM News reports, the bills have sailed through both statehouse chambers. State Senator Schuyler Van Valkenburg said that last year's U.S. Supreme Court decision prohibiting colleges from using race-conscious admissions kick-started a broader conversation about all the factors schools consider when making these decisions. What folks realized, including myself, was how big a piece uh, legacy admissions was to, do, to this process. And I think uh, a lot of people realized how wrong that was. The majority of Virginia's public universities have given at least some preference to alumni families until recently, when they began revising policies, though some state schools still consider legacy status. Van Valkenburg is sponsoring legislation to do away with the practice at all Virginia public colleges. State Senator Jeremy McPike introduced an identical bill that was later combined with Van Valkenburg's. If there's special privilege, that shouldn't afford someone a cut in line because of a family's donor status or legacy status of your parents went there. So far, only Colorado has passed legislation barring colleges' preferential consideration of legacies, though a few other states are considering similar bills. Megan Pauley, VPM News. General Assembly lawmakers are considering a paid family medical leave program run by the Virginia Employment Commission. Delegate Brianna Sewell, a Prince William County Democrat, is sponsoring the House measure. For far too long, people have been forced to make the incredibly difficult decision of caring for someone they love or skipping a paycheck. The program would guarantee 80% pay for workers on leave up to 12 weeks in order to care for a new child, a sick family member, or their own health. It would be paid for by employers and employees. The bill's sponsors say the cost would amount to half a percent of an employee's paycheck. Business groups opposing the bill are citing uncertainty about cost for employers. Hopewell Public Schools are starting a new, optional six-day school schedule this Saturday. 
According to WWBT, students from 3rd through 12th grade can attend Saturday sessions as a catch-up day when they need extra guidance, help, or classroom time. The program is funded by the Virginia Department of Education's All-In Plan. The Shenandoah Valley counted the number of people experiencing homelessness last week. VPM News' Henry Brannon has the details. We're just driving around this gravel road, finding where the tents are. That's Matt Tibbles, executive director of Our Community Place, a homeless service provider in Harrisonburg. Which, as is shown here, um, uh, it's definitely, it's not near the road or anything like that. It's more toward the trees or inside, just right inside the trees. Tibble spent the afternoon driving around Rockingham County looking for people experiencing homelessness for the Western Virginia Continuum of Care's yearly point-in-time count. They're held nationwide to help the federal government understand the scope of homelessness. And according to Caitlin Heatwell, who runs the local count, the data also helps service providers. Being able to hear from people about their individual experiences helps us tailor the programs that we're providing to, to help them more specifically. As the Valley's housing crisis has deepened, the regional continuum of care saw more than 50% rise in homelessness between 2017 and 2022. Data from the Western Virginia count will be available in April. For VPM News and WMRA, I'm Henry Brannan. Henry's work is in partnership with Report for America. A new sculpture was unveiled Tuesday in Richmond's West End in remembrance of one of the first students to integrate Richmond public schools. The sculpture at the corner of Libby and Patterson Avenues is called Strides, and it's supposed to convey 12-year-old Daisy Jane Cooper's discomfort when she became the first African-American student to attend the former West Hampton Junior High in 1961. I was very uncomfortable. No one really said anything except for the principal. I didn't receive any other welcomes. Cooper also became the first African-American student to attend Thomas Jefferson High in the city. RPS stopped using the West Hampton building for instruction in the late 2000s. Bonza Coors began leasing and developing the land in 2013. The rebuilt Midlothian Public Library is set for a ribbon-cutting ceremony today in Chesterfield County. Roughly two-thirds larger than the previous building, at 25,000 square feet, the new facility will include outdoor reading and learning spaces, multiple study rooms, and interactive learning opportunities for children. Officials will dedicate the new building, located at 100 Millworks Crossing off Woolridge Road, at 10 a.m. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.